Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back after a bizarre and somewhat inexplicable hiatus. It is your favorite podcast, BG and the coach. I am the coach and with me as always is BG. BG, what's happening? Coach, we debuted this show as a college radio station over a decade ago. And after a incredibly successful Peabody Nobel Peace Prize winning mm-hmm. run that we had, we shut things down for at least 10 years, if not more. And fans never knew if this reunion show was going to get off the bricks. It did. We were back. Then we went on this hiatus again. And I think the fans were starting to get worried about how long it might last. But we are here and we are back. It was a sabbatical is how I think about it. We, I don't know about you, but I went around the world climbing the highest peaks, searching for meaning in sports. And I think I'm going to come back very refreshed and with a whole bunch of new insights. So we had very different experiences. I was told by our management team that I was locked out, similar <laughs> to the baseball lockout, and had no contact with anyone until contract negotiations were finalized. So it seems like we had vastly different experiences, but at least we both made it back at the same time. And our timing is impeccable. We basically skipped the heaviest and best part of the <laughs> sports year schedule, waited for the Super Bowl to end, waited for a lockout of baseball, and now we're back. Yeah, we time things perfectly. Doldrums of summer, BG and the coach is going to get you through it. We're definitely talking about lacrosse, some synchronized swimming, and maybe if we're lucky, basketball. That's pretty much Ooh. all we've got right now. Ooh, that's, that's a little too heavy for us, coach. Let's stick to the synchronized swimming. <laughs> stick to our strong suit. Yeah, I hear what you're don't saying. Don't leave your lane. Come on. I hear what you're saying. Where should we start, BG? There is, like you said, so much to catch up on, but a bombshell piece of news dropped recently that I think has so many different angles we could approach it from, coach. I think we've got to start there. I am talking about, of course, the Cleveland Browns agreeing to a trade Mm -hmm. for Deshaun Watson. Now that in and of itself would be big news for those that don't know Deshaun Watson, I think 22 different accusations of either sexual harassment or sexual assault from various different masseuses that he has used. And honestly, we could do the entire show on why is he using 22 different uh, massage therapists, but uh, he's obviously got a lot of baggage. He did not play last year. A grand jury recently decided not to indict him on criminal charges. And that basically opened the floodgates for football teams to trade for him. Cleveland Browns trade for him. That would be a big story in and of itself. But I think what they did to their current quarterback coach is what got you and I piqued our interest. Yeah. So maybe we should set the timeline for this because before any of this Deshaun Watson storyline was brewing, Cleveland's current quarterback is a gentleman by the name of Baker Mayfield, former number one overall pick just a mere four years ago, who has been on a little bit of a downward spiral with the team, but partially threw things out of his control, namely injuries. Now, even just a few months ago at the end of this past season, Cleveland committed to Baker Mayfield for another year by picking up his fifth-year option. Whoa, this show's getting technical. I told you, we climbed those mountains. We came back refreshed. We've now, in the opening segment, said fifth-year option and indictment. Wow. That's maturity, folks. This is why we needed the break. So they committed to Baker Mayfield, and both explicitly, contractually, monetarily, etc. And then this Deshaun Watson storyline came up, and it was clear they told Baker Mayfield, that we are going to take a look at this guy, um, uh, allegations aside, by just pure skill. He is one of the top 
players and quarterbacks in the league. So they made these overtures to Deshaun Watson. And a week ago or so, Deshaun Watson came out and basically said, Cleveland, you're not in the running for signing me. And Watson, I should note, has this clause in his contract. He is he can determine where he goes. He has to agree to be traded for it to go through. So he said, Cleveland, I'm out. And that should surprise no one if you know anything about Cleveland. Well, there goes all our Cleveland yeah. listeners. <laughs> uh, which is all of our listeners. So, <laughs> mom, dad, keep listening. <laughs> so, so Cleveland is told that they're out, but they've had this flirtation already with Deshaun Watson. So that's step one. Meanwhile, Baker Mayfield is pretty peeved about all this. And so he comes out and says, hey, I want to be traded. He puts a Twitter post up that basically is a goodbye to the city of Cleveland. And the Browns, the team comes running back to Baker Mayfield and says, oh, don't worry about that, Dalians. That was nothing. We're fully committed to you. (laughs) And it wasn't Valentine's Day, but I assure you it was that kind of setting at Browns headquarters as they tried to patch things up. Flash forward a day or two later, Deshaun Watson comes out of the woodwork and says, "Mm, just kidding. I actually really do want to go to Cleveland. At which point, I think the Browns were talking to Mayfield on the phone at that time and just went, (laughs) click. Sorry, who dis? (laughs) New new landline phone. phone. Who dis? (laughs) So at that point, pretty quickly, uh, a deal came together for really like it unparalleled amount of compensation Deshaun Watson was traded to Cleveland at which point they said yeah we're probably going to trade Baker Mayfield this has all the makings BG if this was like a on Netflix this drama (laughs) you know the algorithm there where it's like couldn't help but notice that you were watching Gossip Girl you may like the NFL that's what the algorithm would spit out so before we get into this, Coach, I want to amend your timeline a little bit because it's even more ridiculous than I think you laid out. And you did a wonderful, terrific job laying it out. But like you said, they said they were going to go and at least discuss the possibility of trading for Deshaun. Mm-hmm. Baker posts a heartfelt goodbye message, assuming this is the end. Deshaun yeah. Watson comes out and says, Cleveland, you've got no shot. Cleveland comes running back to Baker Mayfield, who says... Hey, guys, not cool. Please trade me. And the team says, yeah, we're not going to do that. Sorry, you're stuck with us. And then they trade for Deshaun Watson. They're even worse than you laid it out to be. And the way you laid it out was pretty worse. I do want to get into your Gossip Girl part. I feel like there's a morality bit that we should probably discuss at some point (laughs) on this. But, oh, man, poor Baker Mayfield. I also feel like our listeners should get one additional piece of context. If you're saying there's no way an NFL team would behave in this way. Just keep in mind that this is the same team that allegedly drafted Johnny Manziel because the owner was speaking to a homeless man the day before the draft. And he said, yeah, I think Johnny Manziel is going to be really good. So that's just some context to how this team operates. Should we get into the morality of all this? I mean, we are off of our hiatus and we've studied all the laws of morals and ethics over the past 5,000 years, it feels like it's appropriate. <laughs> I mean, you did. I was involved in heavy-duty labor <laughs> negotiations. But uh, so it's, it's, it's obviously a – I mean, I, I could do a deep dive on this, Coach, as you know. I was telling you earlier before the show. The NFL has no morals. What it comes down to is, are you a good football player? Yes. 
are you facing legal consequences? That means you won't be able to play for our team. That's the really only question. They didn't care whether or not he was indicted from a moral standpoint. They just wanted to know if he was going to be able to play for them. And that's what they were waiting for, for this trade. Clearly the league has no morals. As we saw a guy who gambles on football gets suspended for a year. A guy who abuses women gets suspended for two games. I think we can throw morality out the window. I am interested to know how Cleveland fans feel about this. Cause on the one hand, like you said, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, on the other hand, yeah, he's not going to face criminal charges, but he still has 22 open complaints against him. And at some point you're innocent until proven guilty, but 22 is a lot. That's exactly my question. When you asked about how do the Cleveland fans feel it's, there's no question. The league itself is morally bankrupt, but as fans, as you, BG, you personally, you're on the hot seat. You're really the only other person I have to talk to here. <laughs> How can you live with yourself? I guess is what I'm asking. Well, I, I hate the NFL as a whole, so I live oh, with myself right. wonderfully. Yeah, wait, I, sleep, completely I sleep great at night. But I, I think I would frame the question like this. If you have a wife, if you have a mom, if you have a daughter, are you really going to feel comfortable putting on a Cleveland Browns Deshaun Watson jersey and cheering for him? I, I would have trouble doing that. And I'm the same guy who rooted for a yeah. team that em- employed a guy who killed someone in a hit and run. So Yeah, that happened. Yeah, that was real. And came back to play. So <laughs> As if nothing had happened. Yeah, and, it's, and to be fair to the great city of Cleveland, come on back, Cleveland listeners. Come on back. We still love you. <laughs> To be fair, like this is not an isolated Deshaun Watson, as you just mentioned. Like we could reference countless number of incidents where morality has gone out the window. As an NFL fan, generally, for any fan base, myself included, like I have no stake to. I, I just think it's it, it's not being genuine and honest for me to be both an NFL fan and say that I care about the right thing and justice and morality. I just don't know how you can say both things at the same time. Uh, so I agree with you completely, Coach. I think in, inherently following the NFL, probably you've tossed morality out the window. Mm-hmm. But don't you think there is some deeper level of, yeah, I love football, so I have to put my blinders on when it comes to morality, but I'm also going to actively cheer on this specific individual? That just, to me, gets it's almost like a second level. And like you said, you could almost apply this to any team, so I don't know where the line gets drawn on this one. But it just seems to me there's a difference between I love football, which I know has its own inherent issues, and I'm going to specifically cheer for this guy. But how tough is that if you're a fan of the team? Like, imagine yeah, Cleveland <laughs> Browns fans at the stadium. Deshaun Watson drops back, throws a huge bomb, boom, touchdown. Crowd goes crazy. Except for Tim. Tim in section 14, row eight. Tim sits there. At first, he thunderously applauds, but only for the receiver who caught the touchdown. (laughs) Then he realizes it was Deshaun Watson who threw said ball and immediately starts booing. I mean, it makes for a very complicated fan situation. First of all, Tim, I respect you. That is tough. (laughs) What is right is not always easy. What is easy is not always right. You're a good man, Tim. Yeah, I don't don't know. And and truthfully, I don't know if there is any Tim out there, right? Sports is such a compelling force that we all love that it's easy to just throw everything out the window and cheer for the team. Maybe that is the answer that you just have to put 
all morals aside when you're a sports that's, fan. That's what the coach is proposing here. I'm saying that there's basically you have to out of sight, out of mind, because if you start asking even some questions, the whole uh, fabric of the NFL basically dissolves. And that's poetry right there. And I'm not even sure it's limited to the NFL. I think I don't think I think the NFL is the worst. I think it's a, yeah. essentially a cartel. Well, let me backtrack. FIFA is definitely the worst. Synchronized swimming is the worst. <laughs> we would both agree on that. Corrupt. At New Zealand or Australia, whatever that handball team is, <laughs> they are the worst. Ooh, good throwback. All back. True BG and the coach fans are all over <laughs> that one. Check out episode six, folks. <laughs> That's definitely the worst. But So football is the worst, but yeah, maybe it just is all sports. I mean, think about it. We just had the Olympics in China. That's yeah. pretty terrible. We're going to have the World Cup in Qatar, which is pretty terrible. Maybe it just is a global issue of if you want to follow sports, you've got to throw that out the window. I think so. That's where I'm landing on this. So even if you're listening to this podcast and indirectly contributing to the engagement and growth of sports, shame on you. Shame on you. Sorry, Tim. We just 180 <laughs> on you. Hate to see that happen. Poor Tim. He's going to develop bipolar disorder in just a matter of weeks once the season starts. <laughs> Can we also talk about poor Baker Mayfield? Oh, oh. man. What a, that guy was put through the ringer. I almost forgot about him as the, I almost said victim in all this, but then I remember there's 22 <laughs> civil counts still against Deshaun Watson. So let me retract that thought. But Baker Mayfield is more just, just embarrassing. I mean, again, it reminds me of like a high school drama with the unwanted girl in the class who is just, will he, won't he, will he, won't he, and eventually just gets tossed to the curb. Yeah, I don't even know where he goes from here. It's got to be super awkward if he goes in. He's still an employee of the team as of now. Do you think he's totally yeah. staying away from their facility? Or do you think yeah. he's going in on a day-to-day basis? I, I actually read during extensive BG and the coach research that he is out in Austin, Texas, and has no intention of meeting with the team. And cruelly enough, vice versa. They have no intention <laughs> of meeting with him. <laughs> this is like the classic you're fired, I quit situation. I'm not going to meet with you guys. Yeah, that's that's fine, Baker. We, <laughs> who is this? Again, who is this? Do not need to get, definitely probably shouldn't come in. We'll send you your stuff. Please just stay away. <laughs> I don't know what trade value he has now. This is super this is super awkward. Even our producer just mentioned that there are commercials of him actually living in the stadium. And um, that might be coming true yes. at this point. <laughs> Also, he was, we can't understate the fact that he was the face of their franchise for the last four years. Yeah. He struggled, but he's still the face of their franchise. He's on commercials left and right. And it has not been, I'm trying to be objective as possible when I say like, he hasn't been horrible. Sure. He hasn't lived up to expectations, but there are certain rookie quarterbacks who are drafted who within a matter of one to two years, you immediately know, think Ryan Leaf, like this guy's not going to make it. He's done. He is I mean, objectively, he led them to their first playoff victory in something like close to 30 years. <laughs> and that was just a year ago. So yeah. I, the treatment seems incredibly unfair. And if I'm another team, I'm definitely taking a flyer on the guy. I'm trying to, we often use office examples for uh, to show what's mm-hmm. going on in the sports world. I don't think that does it justice. I was trying to think of an appropriate context for this. And I'm trying to imagine... Imagine you're married and your wife comes to you and says, I've been flirting with another man and we're actually going to get together. So 
just be prepared for you and I to get a divorce. And it's tough, but you understand that's life and it's what happens. And so, you know, you, you post to the gram an emotional story about you and your wife. And then she comes back to you and says, actually, turns out guy on the side doesn't want to be with me so we can stay together. And you say, no, we're definitely getting a divorce. And then she doubles down and says, well, I'm not signing any divorce papers, so we're staying together. And then she comes back the next day and says, never mind, guy on the side wants me. We are good. You should move out tomorrow. That, that is, yeah. I think, exactly what happened here. Yeah, it's actually brutal to think about it. And the levels of embarrassment are not dissimilar to the situation <laughs> that you described. I don't know if you come back from that crisis of confidence. That is pretty tough. Plus, it's Cleveland. Like, <laughs> listen, this isn't like the glitz and glamour of New York, San Francisco, L.A. Like, it's Cleveland. The bar is is not very high. Sorry again, Cleveland listeners. I still love you. It, it's been like a yo-yo for them. Like, they're out, <laughs> back in, they're out again. Oh, Tim, just keep hanging in there, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's absolutely brutal. I think he is gotten the very short end of the stick and hopefully another team gives him a chance because the reverse of what you're proposing bg is a narrative is the old chip on the shoulder narrative that baker or bake as i call him um takes this and bears a grudge and is able to turn his career around for someone else based on pure venom and spite and if i remember correctly from his college career baker was a pretty big chip on the shoulder type of guy oh, yeah. so maybe this is actually the best thing that could happen to him yeah former walk-on at oklahoma i believe or maybe it was texas tech listen we're not in the business of facts here when it comes to collegiate <laughs> careers but he did walk on to one of those universities i think it would have been texas tech because he ended at oklahoma that makes so much sense <laughs> It's a good thing we do our fact-checking sessions Ooh. live on air. Sorry, we had uh, to let go of all the interns during our hiatus, so it oh, is yeah. rough we're, doing we're our own research. Definitely short-staffed at this point. But yes, this is a guy who uh, beat insurmountable odds before. And so, listen, this is the first BG and the coach bold, brash prediction. Let's hear it. Baker Mayfield is going to go on to have a Hall of Fame career. <laughs> you heard it here first from Coach Hall of Fame career for Baker Mayfield. Etch it in stone, folks. Let me ask you this, Coach. I won't hold you to the Hall of Fame. Who finishes with a better career, Baker Mayfield or Deshaun Watson? Are we throwing out the possibility that Deshaun Watson's have career to, is limited by his legal situation? No, I have to, have to take that into account. Oh, man. Because God knows it, the NFL it, it, isn't. It'd be really weird if I said Deshaun Watson right now, given what I just said about my boy Bake. <laughs> so I'm going to double down on this situation and I'm going to go Baker Mayfield. It's a morality right. play. That's what I'm making here. All right. You heard it here. King of morality coach picking Baker Mayfield to have a Hall of Fame career. We're going to hold him to that. We'll check back in in about 10 years. We'll probably have three more hiatuses <laughs> between then and now and then. Let me tell you what kind of fans. BG and the coach are never going to kick to the curb. And that's fans of this podcast. Oh, yeah. We always want you to listen. We are back. We are stronger than ever. We'll be pumping out content left and right. Best believe You it. can find us wherever you get your favorite podcast. Also, feel free to interact with us on Twitter at BG and the coach. Until get then, us Twitter, Cleveland. <laughs> please, please share us your thoughts. Tim, if you're out there, we would love to. We're here to support you. 
We'd love to hear from you. Find us on Twitter. Find us wherever you get your favorite podcast. Until then, enjoy another scoop of the Greek news. Thank you.